Hey, we're live. How you doing, Rich? I'm doing good, Mike. It's uh, looking forward to a Labor Day four-day weekend for me, uh, taking uh, tomorrow off of work. So looking forward to that. Mike, How? What, any plans? What, what do you got planned this weekend since we're doing a Thursday show? I am coming down to the Quad Cities, and we actually don't have any plans yet. Uh, okay. I know we'll do church. I know we'll hang out with my family a bit, and I know we'll fit, hang out with Danielle's family a bit. Outside of that, well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we're going somewhere in central Illinois, and we'll be on a lake for the weekend. That yeah. sounds like heaven for me, like something for you to deal with. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know there's going to be some fishing going on, but, you know, there'll, there'll be other things I can do. I can hang out on the boat while everybody else fishes, I guess. Yeah, hang out on the boat. So, maybe drink a beer. Maybe. Maybe. Take Sorry, right, so, Mike. Yeah, maybe take a nap. So, Mike, we got a big show today. We got a. We'll be we'll be going into the bubbles to give you an update on our teams in the NBA and the NHL. Uh, taking a look at the NASCAR playoffs as yeah. those start up on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, as well as talking some baseball in football. Yeah, we got football, and we have the Kentucky Derbies to talk about this week, as well as what else did we have on the that? We have the Kentucky Derby, football. Uh, our poll question. Oh, yeah, we have the poll question. What food do you want to eat? Um, yeah, that and all more, that. That and more after that intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. So, Rich, speaking of what you want to eat, Torchy's Tacos versus Deep Dish Pizza didn't have many extra votes, and the results came out the same. Yeah, I was hoping for more votes to uh, come out of our fan page, but I think as uh, more people... Uh, like and follow that page and join it so they can see the polls. I think our numbers are improved. Uh, but I went with Torchy's Tacos. What'd you go with, Mike? I went with Torchy's Tacos again, two weeks in a row. Yeah. So if uh, you've had them, Mike, you you wouldn't regret that choice. They I, are awesome tacos. I have not had them yet, but hopefully one day. Um, and I've you know, I've had deep dish pizza. I love deep dish pizza, but it's not something I want to eat at a ballpark. I feel like tacos mm -mm. is something that I could actually eat at a ballpark. Now, yeah, I, I, I would have I, a hard time eating and keeping this, keeping my scorecard updated, but I could at least eat it at a ballpark. Deep dish pizza, I don't feel like that's something I can eat at a ballpark. Yeah, I, I agree. And that was a topic of discussion all the way back in, what was that, our third episode? Yeah. Or second episode? Yeah. So, yeah, so we can't go eating, by it. We talked about your brother eating deep dish pizza. At a baseball game. Yeah. Gosh, I, and what I've, are you thinking? I know. And the thing is, I've seen that deep dish pizza. I've seen other people get it at Wrigley Field. That's not Giordano's deep dish pizza. It's a personal pan pizza that's passed off as deep dish pizza. Yeah. And it's not. So both both are reasons why I would not eat that particular deep dish pizza, as it were. And I would uh, enjoy some Torchy's tacos, I believe. Yeah. 
All right. So this week, Mike, well, one of us will have to get it up here after the show. It'll be our number two seed poutine, uh, which you can get at the Rogers Center in uh, Toronto, going up against the Philly cheesesteak, which you get at Citizens Bank Park. This one, again, is a tough one because neither one is really, like, ballpark friendly. No, I, I don't but, think either one really is ballpark friendly. But you can eat, I mean, I don't know. Most of the food that's been on here, even the Chicago dog, uh, I would not consider a Chicago dog necessarily um, necessarily super uh, friendly for the ballpark. It mm-hmm. can be done, but it's not as uh, it's not as nice as just a normal. I mean, let's be honest. You and my favorite, a nice brat with some secret sauce. Yeah, always hits the spot, and it's never too. It messy. does. Yeah, but you put that up against the Chicago dog, and you didn't even vote for that. And you didn't even vote for that when it was in the poll. No, I, I mean, I was going to vote for the Chicago Dog because I still, I mean, the Chicago Dog is my favorite of those two. I like okay. the Chicago Dog better. I just prefer going down the street to the the stand where they sell them, and I can sit down with a fork and a knife to eat them. Okay. So. Or at least the, or at least you have a, you're you're you have like a like a picnic table. Yep. Or, or the outdoor seating area to sit and eat it, and you're not trying to balance it with the like the little boat in one hand and the dog in the other hand, trying to hope that the toppings come off into the boat and not onto your shirt. Yeah, because jerseys aren't cheap, folks. They're not. So, okay, um, heading into the bubble, how how are NHL teams doing, Rich? Well, you know, Mike. Um, you want your teams or you want my teams first, Mike? Let's go with your teams first, Rich. All right, my teams. The Philadelphia Flyers are currently playing right now, and that game went into overtime with the Philadelphia Flyers trying to force a game number seven. And my Colorado Avalanche coming out of the West will have a game seven tomorrow night Ooh. in Edmonton. Uh, Mike, your pick coming out of the East, the Boston Bruins lost to the Lightning 4-2 and uh, should be leaving Toronto here pretty soon if they haven't already. And the Golden Knights, Mike, are up 3-2 on the Canucks with game number six being played tonight. I believe the game's supposed to start, I think, in 12 or 13 minutes. You did. You you did pick the Knights to win it all. So there's a chance I could use both of my both of uh, by the end of the weekend both of my finals picks could be gone. So you're doing a little better than me at least. Yep. Um, uh, so the real question here: Are you happy with the playoffs so far? With how hockey's doing? Um. Yeah. No positive, no positive cases that have had to just shut down the bubble, shut down the games altogether, or at least none that have fit the news cycle. So I think they're doing something right, and um, I, I think it would have been neat to do the actual Stanley Cup playoff maybe in a different uh, Canadian city other than Toronto or Edmonton, uh, just to, just to kind of change it up and give a different uh, locale to the players. But choosing one or the other isn't too isn't that bad of an idea since all everything's already set up in. Uh, in either in Edmonton, which is where the finals will be played. Yep. So that's exciting. Um, and speaking of exciting and bubbles and playoffs, 
ready to go down to uh, Miami, or not Miami, Orlando. Yes. All right. So our pick of the Milwaukee Bucks, who we both picked to come out of the East. I think I picked them to win it all. You picked them to lose in the finals. They uh, they defeated Orlando in round number one, but they are down 2-0 to to Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. That's not good. Um, but the good news is both of our, our teams coming out of the West are doing pretty good. The Rockets won in game seven games over OKC, but now they got to go up against Team LeBron, uh, which will start on Friday. And my pick of the Clippers beat Dallas in round one, and they are face they start their series with the Denver Nuggets tonight. Yeah. Um, that Nuggets game is going to be tough. That Nuggets series is going to be tough for them. Oh, I agree. I think it will be. Um, I I really – that's a hard one there. Um, but uh, let's be honest. We all we, – I think we both think that the uh, – that uh, Team LeBron is going to probably win it all. Nope. Still can't do it. I don't want to do admit it. it, but I – like, the Rockets are good, but they're not that good. No. I mean, I, I, I still believe in uh, the Clippers because of how good they are, because of how deep they are as a team. But once again, it, it is LeBron James. It is the NBA playoffs, and there's still that that feeling in the back of my mind that they'll have that they have that rallying cry of this one's for Kobe, or or they'll dedicate their playoff run to Kobe, and that's what it'll all be about. Yeah. And then that the media will pick up on it, and then it'll be that'll be what'll be hitting the news, the ma- mainstream media, all throughout the playoff their playoff run all the way to the championship. We'll see. In the odd event that they make it to the finals, I'm not picking them a win. I will go the other team. Okay. Whether it's the Milwaukee Bucks, the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics, I don't care. Can't pick. I can't pick a LeBron James team. I mean, he's good though. He is. So, um, do you see what's coming up next, Mike? Uh, I I might. Let me see if I can get to it first. It is a left turn. And after that, it's probably another left turn, right? Yep. We are going into the NASCAR corner. Um, so, exciting race in in, uh, in Daytona. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see the race because uh, I had other plans Saturday night. Which uh, did not get, which did not allow me to watch the race, but I was kind of following it on, on the phone as best I can, best I could. Uh, but a surprise winner that's as uh, William Byron won the race uh, in overtime, wasn't it? In yep. overtime. Yep. And he secured a play a playoff position and actually improved his standings in the playoffs too with a win. Yeah. Instead of going in with points, he was your winner. Uh, my pick of Brandon Poole came in 15th, and Jimmy Johnson came in 17th. Can't win them all. And that was also a big hit for Jimmy Johnson because he, with that low finish, he did not score, finish high enough to make the playoffs. Which I believe this is his first time not making the playoffs in uh, since the playoffs have begun. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he's that good. And he hmm. won seven of them. Yeah, he was. He's really good. Um, so the season set makes our final, closes the book on the regular season. 
making it 21 to 12 in favor of me. Uh, but what we will do throughout the NASCAR playoffs is we will pick, uh, getting into kind of like the next topic of things, um, we will be picking a playoff driver and a non-playoff driver, and we'll be keeping a separate tally for the playoffs, and we will be adding those totals to the regular season record. So maybe, so Mike, there's still a chance you can close that gap and take over the season as a whole, take over the numbers as a whole. Um, so Mike, let's take a quick look over how our, uh, how the NASCAR, how our fantasy NASCAR standings went yeah. uh, for the regular season as well. I'm pulling that up at the moment. Um, so, Mike, so while I'm doing that, why don't you explain how the fantasy NASCAR, how the playoffs will work with fantasy NASCAR? So they've actually changed the way that they do it. Last year, you picked, um, I think you picked three playoff drivers and had three not, or two playoff drivers or three playoff drivers and then had in your stable. I don't remember. Um, if last year you had four drivers, your your four active drivers, two playoffs, two non-playoffs, and your garage could be either or, but you had to either designate whether they were going to be a playoff driver or a non-playoff driver. That's right. And then... Um, week to week. But you didn't really have a limit on how many times you could use them in the playoffs. That is correct. There was no limit. So this year they've changed it where it doesn't matter. You can have whoever in your in your garage or in your stable and whoever in your garage, um, but you only get five times to use those guys. So don't waste Kevin Harvick every week, Rich. That's right. I'm, I'm going to try not to. Going to try not to. But – Oh. It, nothing says that you can't pick him to win. You just can't get mm -hmm. his points in your stable of drivers. That is correct. Or, or you pick, or you, or if he's not finishing as high as you'd like, you stash him into the garage. Yep. Midway through before stage three. So, anywho, our uh, our final standings before the playoffs start in fantasy NASCAR. Uh, I'm not going to count Jordan's Titanic team and Lacey since they kind of fell off and stopped playing. Hey, that's After the only way I don't end up in last place, bro. Okay. So technically you're in fourth with uh, 3,997. Uh, Dupo, 24, comes in at third uh, with 4,132. The Punk House comes in at second with 4,143. So really close there between him and Dupo. It's really close and between the three of us, Rich. It's only 50, it's, <laughs> it's like 50 points. Are we? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I'll it's that. 150. It's, it's, I'm sorry, it's 150. 150. But still, and, that's not bad. All right, and I am in first place with 46.85. Yep, you're going to win. We'll see that there's still time. There's still time. So. All right, Mike. So, playoffs. Who is your pick? Playoffs? We're talking playoffs? That's right, NASCAR playoffs. Oh, okay. So, who is your pick to win it all? Kevin Harvick. The, he has been okay. on a tear this year. That no, I mean, the only other person, and and I'm giving, I'm going to give you two picks. Okay. I think Kevin Harvick's going to win it, but uh, honestly, I think that uh, a close second is going to be Denny Hamlin. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was going between Denny Hamlin going into the show, kind of preparing mental notes in my head. I was going to go with the between him and Hamlin. 
Harvick and Hamlin, the guy that you didn't pick, I was going to pick because of how good they've been. But I'm going to go something somewhere different, and uh, I'm going to go with the number nine car of Chase Elliott. Yeah, that's a solid pick. He's been really good all year, but, man. I, just I mean, not as good, at, not as dominant as Hamlin, yeah. as, uh, Hamlin and Harvick. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I don't know that either one of those are going to lead this year. Or one of those two, it's, it's going to be whoever makes the last mistake. Mm-hmm. In, in it so all right so mike that brings us to the first playoff race yep uh, it'll be the throwback weekend yeah with at darlington for the cookout southern 500 by the way people if you're not familiar with cookout it's one of the best restaurants in the south the best thing that they have you get like a i think it's like a five buck meal mm-hmm. you get a burger you can have like barbecue but it's it's not really the best barbecue pretty good um you can get chicken strips or something out a chicken sandwich or chicken strips or something but then you get two sides and your two sides can include things like a corn dog <laughs> like legit you can get a corn dog um you can get a uh my personal favorite a bacon wrap and that's what it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's bacon wrapped in a tortilla okay, with some lettuce in it and some cheese. Delicious. What more could you want? Um, they have, I mean, legitimately, you, you can get chicken nuggets, five chicken nuggets as a side. Hmm. So if you're ever in the South, you see a cookout, check it out, Rich. Um, I will keep that in mind. Okay. So Mike, who is your pick to win? Give me a playoff driver and a non-playoff driver. My playoff driver is going to be Brad Keselowski. Okay. And your non-playoff driver, Mike? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Um, folks, my uh, playoff driver is uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick, getting his win out of the way early to get into the playoffs, get in to continue on into the next phase of the playoffs. And non-playoff driver, I'm going to go with Eric Jones. He's looking for a home, and he's got a pretty good track record at the at Darlington. And uh, I forgot to mention this before, uh, but the way we will be doing our standings is it'll be two points automatically if one of these drivers, if one of these four drivers wins the race for us, counting towards the playoffs. And, of course, it'll be just a regular point if none of these four um, win the race, it comes down to which of Harvick, Kozlowski finishes higher, and then Jones and Johnson finishing higher for the playoffs. So minimum of three points, or minimum of two points per per race are up for grabs, and a maximum of three. three. You could get a three. You could get a three spot. You could. So that is the NASCAR corner, folks. Uh, but we're still got some. Uh, we still got some turns to make, Mike. Yep. As uh, we got a. Uh, we got some racing. Uh... Okay, we had the call to arms. Sorry. Was, okay, close enough. I didn't. Close enough. Okay, so we got the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the Belmont Stakes was uh, maybe about a month ago. Yep. And uh, as a, so uh, Tis the Law is going to be racing in the Kentucky Derby. He is... Um, Trying to think where what he is for odds. I'm kind of bringing that up. Oh, I had right. it, and I just closed it accidentally. 
Uh, since the law is five to eight. Five to eight. Yeah. Five to eight early. But keep in mind, we're kind of, I think we're kind of at a disadvantage in picking a Kentucky Derby winner um, as the odds change a lot on race day. Yeah, they do. Because it's, it's all about the conditions, how the uh, horses have rested, how they've done all that. The, the horse, the odds makers know all of these things. So mm-hmm. We don't, but we're not playing on the odds. We just play which horse is going to finish higher between the two of us and maybe even win the race. Yeah. So, Mike, who's your pick to win on Sunday afternoon? Um, uh, no, Saturday afternoon. Saturday, Saturday afternoon. afternoon. I am going to take Authentic. Authentic. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Thousand Words. Okay. One of these years we're going to have to put, like, $5 on it. Yeah. Like, have have you go down to the casino and put $5 on each horse. See what happens. See who comes out better. Yep. You might have to do that, but but of course, if we're going to take that stuff, we might as well do our Super Bowl pick, our World Series pick that way. Anything you can bet, pretty much you can bet on a lot of true. things that way through uh through the good sport books, sports books that we got here in uh, Davenport with two of them here. Yeah, and I honestly would be fine doing that. I would be okay, okay doing that, but I like the maybe we'll have too. to do that. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do that as a uh, once the uh, conditions go back to normal yeah with uh all right mike so uh, we're gonna keep on making left turns last set of left turns i think we gotta make on the baseball diamond yeah so, all right uh man um lots of stuff to talk about with the cubs yeah uh so the cubbies went four and two from show to show Makes and uh yeah so i mean a 500 road trip overall. I think they were talking about it on the on the air today. The whole uh, whole, uh, I think they did it. What it was a 10 game road trip, and yep. they get to come out in the Chicago 500. So you can't can't complain too much. And they're still in first place. Yep. Um, a lot could happen depending on what happens with the with the Cardinals coming into town for five games, which will include a doubleheader on Saturday. Yeah. But. Fun. But man, I, I looked at that Cardinals schedule, and that is going to be brutal. Seven double headers this month. I mean, you got to do it. I mean, it's your yeah. it's your players' fault. Mm-hmm. They, totally. I mean, they, they admit- decided to go to a Potawatomi casino. Yes, they've admitted Night. to it, so I have no sympathy. Yeah. So any, the Cubs will have five with St. Louis. Uh, they welcome in the Reds for three games, and then they go up to Milwaukee next weekend okay. for a three-game set. Um, the trade deadline, Mike. Yeah. All Make right. Some so moves. The, yeah. So the Cubs bring in a, uh, a DH, uh-huh. maybe emergency outfielder and first baseman that can hit left-handed pitching pretty well, and Jose Martinez yep. from the Rays. Uh, they bring in Cameron Maben, a um, – outfielder to uh and he takes the roster spot of albert almora jr who just wasn't hitting albert almora jr is still with the organization he just got sent to south bend and uh they also picked up two left-handers andrew kaffin and josh oshich from the diamondbacks and the red sox yeah i'm happy with those moves i think those are moves that we needed um i i mean it looks like we're a buying team this year at least Mm -hmm. which makes you feel good about it 
makes you think that uh, I mean we're still in first place. We're a team. We are the team to beat in the Central. So let's go with that. Um, Hayward. Uh, so uh, yeah, we did also make history this uh, on Sunday when mm-hmm. the Cubs outfielders, um, every one of them, hit two home runs in the in the same game. Yeah, I would have never thought that that's the first time it's ever happened in Major League history. I mean, home, think back when we were kids. Home runs were not as common as they are today. So okay. a two-home run game was a huge deal back then, right? Yep, I'll give you that. Yeah. So, yes, in the time of home runs being a common thing, and everybody that's all anybody cares about you know what I, i'm not super surprised but yeah i can i can join you in that i'm slightly surprised about it yeah so uh, all right so cubs are in first um let's let's cover the uh the standings do you want to give do you want to go through all of the major leagues or do you want to go through just the central um, you know, Mike, I, I was actually just going to kind of pull it up as who would make the playoffs okay. if the season ended today. Okay, so let's start with the Cubs. The Cubs make the playoffs. As no. the number two seed, I think. Uh, yes. No. Number three seed. The Braves, the Braves have a Braves, the Braves have, 14, have a 14. Okay, the Braves do have a higher winning percentage. Yes. You are correct. They're, so they would be the number three seed. So it's Dodgers, Braves, Cubs. Okay. Then we come to uh, the, the second place actually, team. No, well, so I don't. They haven't said how they're seeding this. This is the fun part about the about how they're doing this. Are the division winners one, two, three, or are the division winners are the top two in the division then split up? And I that think. Way? I think the division winners automatically get one, two, three. Okay. That's how that would stand. If it's not, again, this is something that they haven't actually released how this is going to exactly work. But the Padres are in, and they actually have a high, higher winning percentage than the Cubs currently do. Oh, mm-hmm. no, they don't. No, they don't. They're 590 right now, 595. Right. So, so yeah, right. so the Pods would be your number four seed. Yep. And number and, five um, seed is going to be... The, the Philly, Phillies. Philly being in second place, and, and then the Cardinals. If anybody, the Cardinals, but yeah, that not... could change. That could change with the amount of doubleheaders they got to play. I feel like that's going to be tough on them. Yeah, and then your third place teams that would make the playoffs be off of winning percentage and not finishing first and second, Mike, the Miami, Miami, oh, yeah, Miami, and Milwaukee, and Milwaukee. Who saw that one coming? Miami of all teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's surprising. Um, I, we still have a long way to go. Like, still long. Oh yeah. We still have a whole month, and Miami's going to end up playing quite a bit of games in it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure yeah, their schedule sure. is super tight. So we'll watch all for right. them to drop like we watch for the Cardinals to drop. Now moving over to the American League. Um, First place is the Rays. Your Rays are looking good, Rich. That's right. Um, told you. I told you. Second is going to be the Indians, which I'm pretty sure I picked them. And then um, the... you put the Twins. You oh, put the I? Twins to take the division. But yeah. Okay. Uh, and and the, uh, 
Mm-hmm. A's, yep. Um, now, the thir- the second place teams finishing after that, which uh, the Yankees, the White Sox, just barely. Yep. And, and the, the Astros. Astros. And then coming yep. out of, coming in the wild card spots, you got the Twinkies. Mm-hmm. And the Blue Jays. Beat Toronto. Yeah. yeah, the Buffalo Blue Jays. Buffalo Blue Jays. So, um, are you excited about a 16-game playoff? Or 16 Why not? Game se- playoff? Why not? It means we Why get not? to watch more baseball. More baseball. Um, I, I think it's going to – how I like it will depend on who the Cubs get to face in that first round. Yeah. Whether they're in a – because in a three-game series – that could be really tough, depending on who you get matched up with yeah. on pitching. I mean, I like the Cubs pitching in a short game, three-game series, but that bullpen, that bullpen still scares me. Every time that starting pitcher comes out, it's almost like you're you're taking a deep breath and you're wondering, all right, let's see how this goes. Yeah, so let's talk about that because we got a little bit of time. We're still only yeah. 25 – we're only like 25 minutes into the show, really. Um so why kind of getting this, back. Why is this such a problem for the for the Cubs? Man, why has it I, always been a problem for the Cubs? What are, what do they do wrong? Why can't they develop bullpen arms? Like I don't know. It's been a problem our our entire lives. Even when we were talking about the 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 2016 team, there were only two guys you really trusted to come in from the bullpen. Chapman, a guy you were why you kind of mortgaged the future and gave up some good prospects to get. And you and, and we knew we were renting him for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. It, we knew it was 100% a rental. And then, um, did you trust Stro- Stropy enough? Joe didn't in the World Series. Mike Montgomery, maybe? Maybe. Like, yeah. it's... And you had Hector Rondon on that team, too. Yeah, and Hector was Hector was probably the other guy that I think you felt fairly confident when he got the ball. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not just bullpen arms that the Cubs can't develop. They can't develop pitchers in general. That's true. We have I mean, to... a lot of people think of, oh, point to Kyle Hendricks as a guy. Yep. But no, you got Kyle Hendricks from Texas. That's true. So technically, you didn't develop him. You might have put the finishing touches, but you didn't develop him from scratch. Yeah, Um I mean, none of our none of our all star our our superstars from the 2016 team. I mean, Arietta was was brought in, Lester was brought in, Lackey was brought mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I mean, all no, of them. All of them. Hendricks was tra- yeah. Hendricks was brought in. The one you argument. To- the one argument in our 30. 30- Seven years or thirty-seven years since you're thirty-seven, right? Mm-hmm. In our in your thirty-seven years of existence, there is one exception. Who's that? The K kid. Yeah, but he couldn't stay healthy. He couldn't. But he was still Mark Pryor. Mark Pryor was on that road of maybe being a Cy Young candidate. Yep. Yep. And couldn't stay healthy. Carlos Sombrano inconsistent he had some good years but you know what you rolled you rode the roller coaster sometimes you had sometimes you had you had good starts and other times you had really bad starts and you knew when it was a bad start too oh you knew you knew and and honestly like i feel like those times 
he probably should have been pulled by the second inning in most of those games. Yeah. Because it was a head he, game with him. It wasn't even a, that, like, he could be just barely off, and he, he was in his head so much that he couldn't get out of it. He hmm. couldn't get out of his own way in order to allow him to, to, to play correctly. Yeah. I mean, about the only thing you can say about the Cubs is about they can't, they can't develop pitching. At least they they see that and they know that and they're not then they're at least they're using their first round t- and drafting hitters as their as their top prospects. Yeah, but I mean, Theo developed pitchers when he was in Boston. He developed. I. He developed John Lester in Boston. Okay. Yes, I, yeah, I believe he was there when John Lester was coming up. I'll give that one to you. Like, they were able to develop some decent arms in Boston. Hmm. So, okay. why, what is he doing different? What is different about Chicago? I mean, some of it, I, honestly, I, I have to say some of it has to be the location. Um, Chicago gets much colder quicker and stays colder longer. So your early your early games tend to be what much worse for your team, but there's got to be some like I'm still trying to figure out why and and it's something that I I know there are Cubs fans that listen to the show that have been racking their brains their entire lives, just like you and I do right now, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what is it that makes it that we can't develop pitchers. Yeah. I don't know. So we're trying to get him back, uh, circling back to who you looking back at what the season holds in store, has in store this way. With a month to go in the season, yep. the Cubs look like they should make the playoffs. We just yep. we don't know where they could be seated, but they look like they should make Rich, the playoffs. Hang on, time out. You say a month to go, go in the season, but that's half the season. I know, but still, a month to <laughs> okay. go in the okay. season. Okay. <laughs> End of the month, we'll know for sure whether they make the playoffs. So. Well, yeah, but that's because at the end of this month, we would know anyway. Yeah. So, anywho, who's the one team besides the Dodgers that you don't want to face in this playoffs? Oh, um, honestly, and this is going to sound cray-cray, Miami. Mm-hmm. You don't want to face Miami. Why is that? They're playing with funny money. <laughs> like, okay. We, this makes no sense. Like, granted, they have only played 32 games while the rest of the league has played almost 40 by now. So they still have significant amount to, a significant amount of games to play. But, I mean, seriously, who would you, would you have, even, if it, even at, at two weeks into the season, would you have thought that Miami would have been a 500 team like no. when we were going into this season no not at all right so if they make the playoffs what do they got to lose they got nothing to lose and they actually did do something at the trade deadline too is they acquired starlin Marte to I, come in and provide a veteran presence and maybe play and play center field i i seriously don't know what to think of that miami team anymore yeah, and like, they also got a lot of rookie pitchers, so it's going to be – they're going to be facing hitters. Hitters are going to be facing pitchers that they've never seen before. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's not it's not out of the realm of it's not out of the realm of possibility if they can find a way and hang on to and make the team make the playoffs as a as a third place team. Yeah, I, I like mean, that idea, Mike. They're technically only uh, one and a half games back from second place in their division. Hmm. One and a half games back. Yeah. Like, legit. They could they could take second place in their division. I don't think that's crazy. And that's crazy to me. Like the mm-hmm. fact that Miami could take second place. And then the, they face the Cubs in the playoffs. They could. They could be facing the Cubs in the playoffs. Like yes. how scary is that to you? I, I still don't see Miami making it. I, I don't. I think eventually all the double headers and everything are going to catch up with them. And you'll see they'll, they'll drop out of that third place slot. So to this, make it as a third place team. Okay, that let's say that that happens. Do you think that happens with the Cardinals? Because the Cardinals are actually even worse off. The Cardinals have only played, haven't even played thirty games yet. Twenty eight games. So they have thirty two games left to play the rest of the season. Their players are going to be gassed. They're just going to be like, are they going to be? Are they even going to make the playoffs? I think they can make the playoffs. I think they have a lot more talent than Miami does. So I think that's why I kind of like if I had to pick, if I had to choose between Miami or St. Louis, only one of them can make the playoffs. And either I think St. Louis has a better chance of making it. I think they have a better chance. It, even with all. It. I don't know if they. Even with all. I, I don't know. Even those, with all the double headers. I don't know. Those double headers tough. are tough. And, man. Um, so. The American League side. Can I give my National League team? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's your National League team? Thanks. Uh, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. They made a lot of moves over the, at the trade deadline to improve. They picked up probably you the best what pitcher. Means? What's it mean? It means San Diego. Yeah. What do you think? I'd rather not say. We're a kid's show, so we can't. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say that line. We can't say that line because we try to be G-rated. Um, but anywho, yeah. Yep. So anywho, they they acquired probably the best pitcher that was available at this trade deadline, Mike Clovenger. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Like, yeah. My, San Diego. And, yeah, and then they picked up Mitch Morthland from Boston. And uh, I can't think of it. And they picked up some other, a couple other good bench pieces that are going to aid their bench and be good rotation or platoon guys to um, to add to their already pretty good lineup. As mean, if you if you take out the divisions, they got the second best record in the National League, or yeah. pretty much, yeah, second best record. No, no, in the National no, League. No, no. Cubs have a Cubs are five nine five. Okay. Uh, Padres are five nine zero, so they're the third best. Okay. Yeah. Fourth best. That could be that Fourth could best, be a. The Braves have six one one. Oh, okay. So. But still, still a fourth place team. That's yeah. good. That's scary yeah. coming down with with Clevenger and who knows maybe if the days off line up right in a three game series depending on how if you really wanted to make sure that you advance in the playoffs you could throw Clevenger game one. And then find a way to use them in game three in a do or die situation if you yeah. really had to, yeah. if push came to shove. 
Um, so the American League, the American League. Um, if I'm going to all, I've kind of pushed pushed all my chips in and really sold out on the Rays making the playoffs. Yep. So as a team, as as a somewhat, I guess adopted as the Rays being my my adopted American League team, I think the team I really don't want to face in the playoffs that's not already a division winner is I would almost have to be the 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 uh, maybe even the Buffalo Blue Jays. Because yeah. they they've made some they made a lot of good moves too to kind of rework their pit their rotation, um, and they got a lot of young guys. I'm actually so I'm gonna take uh, the Twinkies as my pseudo adopted team, uh, which they are technically in the playoffs. Yeah, they're a third place yeah. team in the playoffs. Um, and I would say, let's let's just say they're. I mean, I think a they are a scary team in the playoffs. Uh, if you're the White Sox, I don't think you want to play them in the playoffs because they technically, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're a half a game back from you, but man, uh, that's terrible. But if I'm them, if I'm the Twinkies, I don't want to see the Yankees. Yeah, I mean the Yankees just own the Twins in the playoffs. The, always, but even on top of it, I mean they they are hitting well. Um, and they got some decent arms in there, in up there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think the Yankees are the the team as the Twins. I don't ever want to see in the playoffs. Yep, I can give that to you. So, uh, my before we leave baseball and head into the meat and potatoes of this conversation uh, that we have every week, how do you feel that a sub five hundred team is going to make the playoffs this year? Yeah. I don't know if I like the idea of it, but I think given the small sample size that we have for our baseball season this year, I think that you needed to expand the playoffs. And if that means a 500 team or a below 500 team makes it, then so be it. That'll it could be either it could either lead to somebody catching lightning in a bottle and going on a hot streak and going all the way to the championship series or the or even the World Series for that matter or winning it all. Or, I mean, or you know what? Or right because now, they're having to face a the number one or number two overall seed, it's going to be it could be a quick two game series, and the higher seeded team is waiting for their their opponent. But if we look at it right now, the Brewers face is it the number one and number two get a buy? So the Brewers face the no, Dodgers. no, they don't. No. That's right. So the Brewers no, face the Dodgers. They face the Brewers could go up against the Dodgers. Yeah. So. The Brewers going against the Dodgers in a three-game series. Does that, like, the Brewers have some tools. Three games isn't that much. It's not. It's not. Now, granted, if you win those three games, you got to play a five-game series. Mm-hmm. And that's but yeah, tough. I yeah, in a three-game series, that could swing either way. You never know what's going to happen in a three-game series. Yep. I mean, you know your problem. Yeah, because you're only going to have to face the ace once, unless the unless the team wants to get creative oh, with the yeah. rotation and find a way to get the ace in there for a third game if they really feel that they need to do that. And also, I mean, there you've got to get you you know it's only three games, so if you can find a way to win two of those games, you only need to win two two yeah. out of three to move on. I mean, let's take this for example. 
I mean, legitimately, they play. I mean, the 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 Brewers play a three game series. What's the old adage in baseball? There's a hundred. I don't know. There's a hundred and sixty two games in a season, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're going to win 54 games, you're going to lose 54 games. It's what you do with those other 54 games that matter. Right? You, you've you've yep. heard that said. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to win a third of your games. You figure you're going to win a third of your games, and you're going to lose a third of your games. That's just basics in baseball. Everybody accepts that pretty much. In a three-game series, you expect to win one game – and you expect to lose one game. It's that third game that matters. Do you want to? I mean, honestly, do you want to face the Brewers in a third game when when your entire season is on the line? I don't think so because I know that Greg Council is really good about managing that bullpen. Or the Marlins. I mean, let's say they make it. Let's say they make it at five hundred. And then, so they make it at 500. That means they play, they end up playing the Braves as of right now. Again, that's a, that's a scary thought. Now the Braves, Marlins, that one's not as scary. Why? Because the Braves and Marlins play each other quite a bit. So the Braves know what to look for. But uh, that's, uh, ooh, those three game series is going to be interesting. Oh, it sure will. So, it sure will. We need to move off the diamond and head in to the gridiron. That's right. So, so uh, it's week two of our NFL season preview. Yep. And, um, and we, in week two of our season preview that we've done in previous years in our podcast, we give you our division winner picks. By the way. And who's going to make the playoffs as the two wild cards. By the way, Rich, one week. I know. One week. One it's week crazy. we have football. Are you ready I know. For the it? whole yeah, the entire month of August is really, really just flew by. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, let's go with our let's go with the AFC first. Okay. And, and let's go. We're gonna go out east, Mike. Yep. Okay. So. Out east. Who is your team that comes out of the east this year? You know, Mike. There was a part of me that wanted to put the Buffalo Bills, but until I see the Patriots lose. I can't pick against them in that division. So I put the Pats. I, You know, that's not a bad pick. I I was sitting here. I'm sitting here trying to tell, talk myself out of picking the Pats. And I think I'm going to. The Bills okay. are a great team. The Bill, If the Bills come out and do what they did last year, they're going to win. They're, they're, I think they're going to end up winning the division. Okay, and it's not a bad pick. I just can't pick against the Patriots. I, I it, can understand that. I it's mean, hard. It's hard. You don't count the. You don't count on the the Dolphins or the Jets to win more than five games, maybe yep. seven games each, maybe. But five games is what you count on them for. Uh, if the over unders five, I take. I take. I don't make that bet. If the over under six, I go under every time for both those teams. Uh, the Bills. If, if they show up, if they show up like they did last year, that's the team to beat, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, they made some good additions over the over the off season, getting Stephon Diggs from Minnesota, 
and uh, and they got a good running back tandem in uh, Singletary and Zach Moss and rookie Zach Moss too. Yep. And uh, well, yeah, so, and they play they play solid defense too. So I think it could be. I could go. I was kind of on the fence between Pats and Bills, so I went with the team that always wins the East, the Patriots. Um, let's go to the North. Uh, I I feel like the the West is going to be easy, so let's save that to last. Uh, let's okay. go to the North. Um, I honestly, I mean, the Browns pooped the bed. The Bengals are the Bengals, and the Steelers. Uh, I can't trust that elbow. So I guess the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens is the only team that makes sense out of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that you were trying to debate it as much in your head as you could. Baltimore. It, that's Baltimore's division to lose, yeah. not not to win. It's to lose. Yeah, I, honestly, I think they have it more locked up than any. I, I think they probably have that division locked up better than anybody right now, in any yep. of the divisions. I think that might be even easier than the West. All right. So Mike, going down south, this looks to be besides Jacksonville, yeah. that, that's a whole that's a whole other conversation right there. Yeah, that's prob. This is probably going to be the most competitive division between the Colts, the Titans, and the Texans. Yep. So Mike, who did you give the division to? Well, um, I think the Titans are a one division, one dimensional team. The Colts are interesting uh especially with their new quarterback because mm-hmm. honestly last year they were they felt like they were a quarterback away from being a great team and bringing up philip rivers he might be old and he might have fathered 1500 kids or something like that i don't know the exact number but you know something in the 1500 range man you gotta look out for that guy and then you got the tight the texans who for the last five years, at least, have looked like a great team. If they can stay healthy. If they stay healthy. When they stay healthy, they look like yeah. a great team. Um, honestly, I got to give it to the father of a thousand and go with the Colts. Yeah, I, I like the Colts team, uh, but I had to go with the Titans. I, I like the defense, and you, yes, they are one-dimensional. Their offense but is you so can, one-dimensional. You can be one-dimensional when you do that one-dimension thing really, really well. But we've all and they do it really, really well. But the problem is we've all figured out all we have to do. We just have to load up the line and stop Derrick Henry from getting outside the, the box. I mean, it's easier said than done, obviously. Exactly. But we're talking the NFL here. These guys know what they're doing. All they got to do is wrap up. Henry and if you can stop Henry you're good I I can't I can't but I so I can't give it to them I think they are a scary team to look out for but I can't I can't give them the win I think the Colts are where it's at over there let's look for them to turn it around uh AFC West is there even an argument here no okay Chiefs let's let's move on all the way yeah I totally all right all um, right, so Mike, who are you giving your wild card oh, yeah. one to? Uh, wild card one, um, I'm gonna give it to the Raiders. The Raiders, the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. Actually, nope, that's not number one. That's number two. 
Number one, I'm actually going to give it to the Steelers. Steelers. Okay. You think Big Ben's going to have enough to get him into the playoffs? No. Okay. I think they're doing it on the back of their coach. Hmm. Okay, so it's a coaching job that gets them into the playoffs somehow. Mike Tomlin is the best coach in the NFL next to – I'll say next to – he's number two the best coach in the NFL right now. Like, yeah, Bill Belichick is the greatest of all time, sure, maybe. But Mike Tomlin is a close second. That man can coach. So I'm going with Mike Tomlin. Not, I honestly, I'm not sure if Big Ben makes it halfway through the season, but Tomlin may, picks that team up and gets them going. Okay. Uh, my wild card won because I didn't give them the division title, the Buffalo Bills. I like that. And I'm going to go wild card two with the Colts. You talked me into it. Okay. I had the Texans written down there, uh, but I, I changed over to the Colts. But okay. I think it's going to depend on whether the weapons around Old Man Rivers can stay healthy because they got a good defense. They got probably one of the best offensive lines. It just comes down to can his receivers stay healthy. Yep. Now, Rich, if I they was, can stay healthy, they're good. I'm going to make an argument against your AFC West East pick. How many guys are sitting out on that team? Some good guys on their defense, but they have the best coach in the National Football League. I think he can coach the guys up that are going to be on that 53-man roster. Tanking for Trevor. Uh, no, that would be what Jacksonville's doing. It's gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight. But no, the Patriots are not gonna do bad enough that they would be in contention for the number one overall pick. You're right. I, I, not gonna be that bad. I, I, but I, goodness, I, I agree. But they're not gonna Jacksonville. My goodness. Before we go to the FC, I, I got to talk about Jacksonville. Have at it. I know. They let go of their starting running back who they made the number four overall pick. Yep. Gone. He said signed with Tampa, so that's a good news for you on the fantasy side, Mike. Yep. At least he's in Tampa. Um, they traded away their best defensive, third best defensive player to the Vikings. Yep. Dingape. Yeah, I um I mean if you don't if you don't call this tanking, I don't know what you Oh call yeah. It. This is it's bad. But there's one rumor that I read last week this week that supposedly they could be trying to get the Clemson double, which is drafting Trevor Lawrence and then luring Dabo Sweeney out of, out of uh, Clemson to come coach in Jacksonville. Never going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. I don't think it would either. It would take a massive contract and I don't think Jacksonville's ownership group would want to give up that much money or a coach. The only way I see it happening is if they offer Dabo Sweeney ownership stake. And it's going to have to be like 20% ownership stake. <laughs> like it's going to have to be something ridiculous. Something that makes him an actual, like, a player. Has a voice the at the table. Oh, okay, yeah. and has a voice at the table. Yeah. He's a, he's and not a, just on the football um, side is, over personnel. Correct, 100%. Okay. He's going to have to A, be the coach, B, be the GM, and C, have a have a seat at that boardroom table for him to leave that de- leave okay. down there. That's a- I don't think he I don't think he would need the general manager table, the general manager title, 
but he would need a kind of a position kind of like what Belichick has and Andy Reid has to where he, he gets to have a he gets to have final say on the personnel. He might not be the one buying the groceries, negotiating the contracts, but he has a he has a say and on the, in not only in the draft room but also on the free agent side yeah, as well. He has, he has final say on that. He's going to have to have that. I don't see it happening, but I just I found I found it interesting that they they went down that road. That's all. But honestly, you're a you're a head coach in uh, in college. You are a GM. You are a head coach, and you have a seat at the board table when it comes to decisions made in the college. And you're the highest paid. Sometimes you're the highest paid state employee. A hundred percent. Most. Uh, Especially down there, yes, you're the highest paid. You're you're one of the highest paid people in that. In that, uh, you are one of the top five people in that school. Period. So, no way is anybody going to uh, is is he going to move at all, uh, ever. So, all right. Nope. All right. Just thought I'd bring it up. Let's go over to the AFC, Mike. Okay. The East. Who do you see NFC. coming out of the East? NFC East. NFC least? Yeah. You mean who's going to fall into place? I, I got to go with the Eagles? The Eagles. I mean, I don't think either of I don't think any of them want this. No. Who do you think? Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's the Dallas Cowboys division to lose. They've got they've got so much talent on the offensive side of the ball and, what did and they a do decent last year, defense. Rich? They had that talent last year. You tell me what did they do last year with the t- same talent that they have right now? They lost. They missed the playoffs. They went eight and eight. No, I can't give it to Philly. I can't. I hate Philly. I think Philly. Oh, did you watch? Speaking of Philly, did you watch the uh, the? Um, the uh, all or nothing. Nope. No. It was Philly. I see. It was good. Um, but but no, yeah, I, I mean, I, I Philly, Philly to me, I don't. I think that they took a lot of chances in the draft, getting a wide receiver for Carson Wentz to throw to. Carson Wentz can't stay healthy, and now they don't have a good backup behind him to come in and rescue the team. And their running back, Miles Sanders, can't stay healthy. Yeah. So there's are a lot of question marks with that team. I can't give them the division. That's I, why I went with Dallas. I can understand those question marks, but I also think that Dallas is Dallas just keeps fumbling the ball. The last the last five years, they've had talent that should be winning the division, right? Mm-hmm. And they've won it once in those five years. Yeah. Yeah, and the rest of the time they're fumbling over themselves, getting charged with battery or sexual assault or some dumb thing and getting them taken getting their star players taken out okay that's your opinion no i, I don't i i don't i i give it to the cowboys Honestly, with that offensive talent i don't i don't give it I, I think it's i think it's whoever failed to be the worst like honestly mm. like none of them really deserve it i the least does not deserve it at all um let's head to the west okay we'll save the north for last all right. So the West was kind of the for me the hardest one to pick. I I can get I can agree with that. 
Arizona has a chance to come back in year two with Kingsbury, and they added DeAndre Hopkins, and you get a maybe a sophomore boost with Kyler Murray. Yep. Uh, the Seahawks are always right in it, one way or another. May not look like the pretty. They may not look like the best team on paper, but they always tend to either finish with a wild card win or the division. Yep. The Niners looked good yesterday, last year. Yep. Probably due to their easy schedule. Uh, but they still won 13 games, and 13 games is 13 games. Yeah, but I, I wonder. And you... and the Rams don't still they look they have the pieces, but I, but they yeah but they but they don't look the like Rams. a team. They don't look like a team. Yeah, a lot of stars that they've thrown together, and hopefully it all works yeah. out. Los Angeles has enough stars. You need to put to put a team out there to to make something happen. Uh, that's my my feelings on the on Los Angeles. Um, when it comes to uh, the Niners, I I still have yet to see somebody come over the uh, the hangover, come out of the hangover mm. clean. So I don't know that I can give it to them. Um, Seahawks, they're the Seahawks. You never know what you're going to get with them. They could be, they could, they, I mean, they're going to be in contention no matter what. And then I agree, the Cardinals look like they they should be able to make something happen. So who did you pick, Rich? Um, I went with the Seahawks. I went with consistency. Yep. Um, I debated going with the Niners, um, but I'll get I'll get back to the Niners a little later, maybe as a wild card. We'll see. So I went with the Seahawks, I... but I think that that could be a hard division to win. As I think a lot of teams are going to be they're going to be beaten up on each other. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but I'm I'm hoping the stars align this year. Okay. In the West. All right. And who are you going to fit to? Well, we just said you have a bunch of stars, but not a team. Put the, if the stars align, you might have a team workout, at least a constellation. So I'm going to give it to the Rams. You give it to the Rams. Okay. Yeah. They're going to open up their up. new home, right? Yeah. Aren't they supposed to open that up sometime this year? Yeah. The uh, first game is going to be on Sunday night football. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, yeah, we're going to see that. I, Honestly, they have a home. Um, it's going to be a little odd, uh, the sharing of the home with the L.A. Chargers. Um, but, yeah. All right. So, Mike, let's go to another tough division that could go either way. The South again. Yeah, this one's – the Bucks are, are, are the team to pick this year, um, mostly because we have uh, Tom Brady coming in and uh, – makes it hard not to pick them. I mean, how do you pick against Tom Brady to make the playoffs? It's hard. Uh, the Falcons are like Matt Ryan is one of those sneaky players that you could pick on your fantasy team and never be disappointed. Mm-hmm. That's right. He always does something. And then you have the Saints who somehow are the best team in the South most every year. The Panthers, I don't think I count them in it this year. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I think, I mean, they're, I don't think they're going to be, I think they're going to, they could, they're they're not going to be an easy, it's not going to be an automatic victory every time you play them. No. But I, I think they're, I don't see them challenging for the division. Um, so Mike, who would you put as your division winner? I think, for me, I think it comes down between two teams, and whichever team you don't pick is probably going to be your wild card winner. What if I don't pick either of those two teams? Maybe. We'll see. What Which team did you put? 
Really? Wow. Yeah. All right. I went with the Saints. Okay. Okay. So your other team's the Bucks. Yep. Okay. I I, I went with the Bucks. The I, Bucks are taking my wild card number one. I see. So, and and we'll get there in a second. But I can't I can't let Tom I, Tom Brady. You can't awesome. let Tom Brady win. But I can't let I, I can't say that Tom Brady is going to be the reason that they win. I think Bruce Arians has a great has a good group of guys down there, and bringing Tom Brady in with his experience and his poise is going to do some great things. But mm, I don't know that the, it, that it's good enough. Um, it'll be the it'll be the defense. It's whether the defense can be good enough to stop. To yeah. at least prevent the other team from not scoring more points than what Bruce Arians can put on the board with his offense, though. Yeah, I totally agree with and that's, that. And that's kind of always the feeling with, with Bruce Arians' teams. So let's look at the NFC North. Um, I am eliminating the Packers right here, right now. Okay. There is so much turmoil happening up there that uh, they're no longer a team. It is a mom and a dad fighting about whose way is better to raise the children. And your mom is Aaron Rodgers, and your dad is, what's the coach's name up there again? Uh, Matt LaFleur. Yeah, yeah, Matt LaFleur. So mom and dad are fighting about whose who's way is better, and they're not. that is not going to be a good, good for this team this year. Because uh, as much as he's earned it, and he should be given uh, audible call rights at any time. I think Aaron's going to audible out of plays that Lafleur wants in the early part uh, in the early part of the season too much, and he's going to pull that right away from him, which is going to hurt them overall. Okay. Do you think there's any scenario taken taken out in not considering injury? Is there any scenario where you see Aaron Rodgers get benched because Lafleur? gets tired of him calling plays on the fly and improvising. I think if he does that, he gets hung. I think he, I think that would be his key out of the t- out of town. Which then Oh, because he alienated a franchise icon that bad that oh, yeah. he decided to pull the plug and go Oh yeah. and go to love. Yeah. I don't think he can do that. Maybe okay. for a series mid game that they're way behind. If they ever get to a point where they're way behind, again, it's the it's the Packers, so they have talent up there, and they they have a, the ability to make it through a lot. But uh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do it. This I don't know if they're going to be able to do that all the way. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to say I'm taking them out of the the out of my rankings. So that leaves us with the Vikings and the Bears. Uh, I don't think the Lions have enough right now to to do anything to make it worthwhile to to put them in the argument. So that leaves us with the Vikings and the Bears. Um, Rich, do I put my analyst hat on or do I put my uh, fan hat on? I mean, Let, let's think about it. I'll let you think about it. I'm going with the Vikings. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I I can't give it to the Bears. The they got an uncertain quarterback situation. The only wide receiver you got that you can really trust down every down and can play every game, Allen Robinson. Yeah. Running back, David Montgomery, Tyree Kill. One of them always, one of them, one or both of them will probably get hurt at some point during the year. Yeah, I got to And Khalil Mack, and when your defense is so focused on stopping Khalil Mack so he can't disrupt the quarterback, 
it's kind of hard for him to do his thing if, when he's being double and triple teamed. I, and those are all the reasons why I thought why I was agreeing with you, and that's why I think I'm going to agree with you all the way and give it to the Vikings. Um, so that's my where I'm at there. Um, I'm giving Tampa Bay the wild card number one. Who are you giving wild card number one? The Bucks. Okay, wild card number two. The San Francisco 49ers, because they still play good defense. They can really play defense. I'm going to give it to the uh, 13th man. The Seahawks. Okay. It's the 12th man, by the way. Well, whatever. 12th, 13th, same difference. Um, 12th man. Seattle. Okay. Yeah, we're going to give it to the That's a solid pick. Um, So where where do you see the Bears finishing? Because we usually do an over-under and how many wins we think the Bears could get. I know we didn't look them up, but let's so let's just keep it simple. Do you think they can finish second? Do you think they finish third? Or for some odd reason, do they finish dead last in the division? I don't think they finish dead last. I think that's, okay. I, I don't think they finish behind the Lions. Uh, the hard part is, do they can they do better than Aaron Rodgers this year? Or the train wreck that's going to be the Packers team in general? Um, I want them not to. I want them to try to tank, but I don't think they will. So I'm going to say they're going to end 9-7. and seven. I'm going to go 6-10. and 6-10. and ten. Okay. Okay. And that's our final thought. And that is our final thought for the day. Cause I know we're uh, for this episode as I know we're coming up on an hour, may have gone over an hour, Mike. Yeah. We're, um, we're at an hour and nine minutes. Um, thanks for, uh, thanks everybody for, uh, I didn't, I wasn't on there. Uh, wow. Um, so uh, my pastor up here actually joined in and uh, it's saying, do the Seahawks have a shot? We both said yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, we both, you know, I think we both like it. Um, thanks for joining in on the conversation. We want to have you every week. We try to be here normally Saturdays. Rich, thanks for doing Thursday show. Uh, enjoy family vacation. Enjoy what's going on. We will see you next week. Uh, we're looking at Saturday next week, not, uh, not, uh, Thursday. So. Yes, but we'll be back to our normally scheduled time of Saturday morning around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Next week, a week from today, we'll be watching football. Oh, wait, that reminds me. Um, Thursday night football on the 10th, Chiefs or Texans? Um, where's it at? Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City as well. Okay, see you next week, folks, um, and we'll have our picks for next week's games as well. So uh, have a good week and God bless.